Welcome to Coffee with Ken, with your host, Ken Balser. Well, this is Coffee with Ken. I'm your host, Ken Balser. We're at Forza Coffee Company out on Marvin Road on the Hawks Prairie area. Thank them very much for hosting us and giving us some free coffee, even though my guest doesn't want any coffee today. <laughs> my guest is Renee Sunday, who's the Economic Development Director for the City of Olympia. You've been on the job now about a year and a half? I have, a year and a half. Hard to believe. <laughs> it's been a year and a half since they stole you away from the EDC. And great things have happened in that year and a half. It has been an We've had a new president. And no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, we don't want to go there yet. <laughs> no, but it has great been. things are happening in the city of Olympia in regards to development, right? Definitely. I, I guess I feel fortunate in a way to come on board at the city and, and kind of forge a new priority within the city at a time where, um, you know, obviously we're seeing a rebound in the economy. We've been seeing that for a while. Yep. Um, we're certainly seeing that there's been pent-up demand in Olympia, especially in our downtown for market rate housing. So that makes it very timely. And then what we're seeing is a, a real change in our community where millennials are looking for new options as well as some of our baby boomers. And that makes the timing interesting for uh, investors and for developers. And I think generally just a willingness to see revitalization uh, throughout Olympia. So it's economic changes in, in the economy. Mm -hmm. It's a pent up demand mm -hmm. and it's demographics. Mm -hmm. So, and those are all significant. They are. But where, did, where does this, the city of Olympia's uh, new found embracement of, of development come from? You know, I think it's... Or is there not one? No, absolutely. There's, there's definitely a, an, um, a willingness to take a look at economic development as one of our priorities. It, it certainly is not an approach that says it's all about development. You know, you, Olympia will always be um, conscious of dealing with the social needs that we have in our community. They're, they're significant. Um, we have residents, a community that's very focused on preserving our environmental assets. But I think there's always an opportunity when you come out of a downturn. You know, Olympia has always been that, that state capital. Well, not always, but... But, um, but, but it's always had the state capital as a, as a basis of economics and it never really had a significant impact on... Absolutely. I mean, our, our state wages have been a big part of what keeps our economy very stable throughout Olympia. And so when we experienced the downturn, just like everywhere, I think there was a new... There was a shock um, to the system. There, it was because businesses, you know, constricted. That impacted revenues within the state, and we, although we were very delayed in all of Thurston mm. County to feel that that impact, we certainly felt it even in Olympia. And so, I think it, it's really more of an awareness that in order to have a, an economy that is stable moving forward, we need to look at how we diversify that economy and we need options for our community. One of the things though that really has driven this is Thurston Regional Planning, um, when they did some forecasting on growth to the area, you know, we're looking at 100,000 new residents in the Thurston County area. Um, 20,000 of those residents are likely to be in the city of Olympia. 
And what we're hoping to do is target 5,000 of those residents to our downtown core. And, and that's, and, but that's something that, that millennials supposedly are looking for, the urban areas and, and that kind of you stuff. You know, not just millennials, and that's what we're seeing. Okay. Because a lot of these projects, um, you know, it's been very eye-opening to all of us as we've interacted with the developers that are doing these projects. And, of course, I, I closely interact with um, Stephen Liu, who is the developer of 123 4th Avenue, mm-hmm. he and Carrie Hu. And, and that project has been very interesting to a lot of local developers in that they're wanting to see how, how well the occupancy, you know, how quickly it fills up. And here we are not quite a year from the time they opened, and they're at, at 76% occupancy. And what I've and found, supposedly people say that their rents are a little higher than, than they're, normal they're for Olympia. They're significantly higher. Okay. Um, you know, and I think why they've been able to get those initially is just right now there are the not views. There. Well, the views are incredible. And, um, you <laughs> Even have, from the second floor? From the second floor, <laughs> you still see, you know, whether it's the Capitol, if you're on that side, if you're on the south side, or the waterfront on the north side. But what's been interesting is understanding who's living in that building. And it's a mix. It is It is certainly baby boomers that um, are looking to downscale, who don't want to be attached to a home anymore. And we have a large growing population yes, of, of boomers. People who just don't want to do the yard work anymore. They want to travel. They don't want to have a, even a mortgage because it is, you know, obviously an, an apartment. But certainly some of the younger uh, demographic, um, some of them are professionals because, this again, this is a, a unit um, or a, a complex that has slightly higher rents. So it, it does employ uh, or it does um, attract people who are employed with, with jobs. So what, uh, it, what percentage of the housing going up is still subsidized housing in Olympia? Right now, we had 299 new market rate units come online over the last year and a half. Okay, since you got there. Where we started was we were at about 20% market rate housing to 80% low income, not subsidized, but low income or subsidized. We have another 440 market rate projects in the queue right now. And what that will do is basically bring us to about 50%. So we're still really just beginning to see a shifting where we have market rate housing as well as options that are still low income and subsidized. The, the one area that everybody always talks about is the Capitol Center building. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's the situation there? I mean, yes, uh, it's not going to be torn down. Well, right now, Ken Brogan um, is the developer who has purchased that building. I'm sure you know that. Um, he's been really working through feasibility for the past probably year. Uh, what his plan is, he's moved through our planning process through a couple precepts. He's looking at a mix of uses that include market rate housing, some retail commercial component that would um, be right there on uh, street level, uh, right on on Fourth Avenue, as well as. Um, potentially another building that would include, it would be three stories that would include a gym and some market rate housing as well. So it's that, that would take place where there's currently a building. He's looking at raising that building. Right. And it wouldn't be from what I understand necessarily directly connected to the the nine story. It's not on the corner. It's actually, it would actually be to, to the, to the West. Um, And that, so that, that, 
current building, he also purchased that and is looking at raising that building. And um, is the city of Olympia receptive to that building finally being occupied? You know, I think in, in this it's situation... It's a political situation. I well, mean, in this situation, answer. though, really, the city's role is regulatory. And that is a, a developer has purchased a property. They want to redevelop that property. Um, they have to adhere to land use, to, to, to the code as it relates to the building, to all of the regular, uh, regulatory requirements. But our role is really to provide a concise, a predictable process for the development community. And, and you're right, there's a lot of, um, I think there's varying interests of what folks would have liked to have seen happen on that isthmus, specifically with that building. That isn't the role of the city. The, the city is not in a position to step in and, and get in the way of a private developer as they, as they move through their process. Well, do they know that? Does who know Does that? Does the city council know that's not their job to get in the way? You know, I, I wouldn't be able to answer for the city council. I think that the, the city council is respecting that process as well and have, have followed it very closely. And I, I don't um, anticipate that that's going to be something that the council is going to step in front of. If you had to put a, a, an estimate on it, will that be occupied by, by uh, people in five years? I think it will. I think if, if, if Ken is able to really... Um, effectively move through the planning process and meet those requirements, there's no reason why he can't um, restore, redevelop that property. And there's no reason why we won't see an active space or two spaces, as I mentioned, right there on the corner of the isthmus. So I, I would predict that it's very, very possible. Uh, a while back, the city of Olympia hired somebody to redevelop the downtown property or, or look at what was going on with the property you know I'm talking about? I think you might be talking about the, the downtown strategy. And is that what you're referring well, there's to? Somebody, is, there's somebody the city hired to, to uh, look at redeveloping certain sections, like right there by uh, between 4th and, oh, and, and 5th. And I think what you're, you're referring to is, is the work that went into looking at community renewal as okay. a tool. And matter of fact, I was involved with that process prior to coming to work for the city through my role at the EDC. And it was looking really um, closely at, is this a tool where this, the city can step in and buy a blighted property, purchase right. a blighted property, and then take that property and actually sell it to a private developer for the purpose of removing the blight in, in, in a downtown core. And so, yes, we, we have our first community renewal project that um, is one of the exciting things that I've experienced in this last year in my role um, in July the city adopted a community renewal plan and issued an RFP long story short a developer several developers responded we selected a developer it's Big Rock Capital Partners to work with the city and we're we're working through an ENA it's called an exclusive negotiation um, agreement before the sale of the property happens. And that agreement allows them to do their due diligence, look at feasibility. And this is, so let me step back. This property is the former Griswold's property that right. was um, basically burnt and sitting there uh, blighted for the last 12 years. And so somebody's looking at doing something with that. We're actively, with we're actively, actively um, uh, issued, entered into an agreement with Big Rock Capital Partners on this. Yes. 
Well, talk to me for a minute about some of the projects that you're re- that you're really excited about. Gosh, I'm excited about a lot of. Yeah, you're probably excited about all I, of I them. I really, I really am. Let's pick um, out two or three of them. Well, you know, I think what's been most exciting because it's on the minds and the hearts of a lot of Olympia residents, but it's also on the minds and the hearts of people who live in the region is they want to see their downtown. Um, healthy and revitalized. And so the fact that we have had a couple smaller scale projects and um, one of the developers that has been very active is, uh, his name is Walker John. And what he's been very effective at is... Isn't his name backwards? No, <laughs> it is Walker John. So when you write it backwards, it's John comma Walker? <laughs> uh, it's actually Walker John. And, and uh, Walker's been... Um, very successful in in looking for the right properties and redeveloping those properties and most of them have resulted in market rate housing one of them is called 321 lofts and that project is expected to be completed in the spring of this year it's approximately 43 or 45 market rate 321 321 at the post of 123 correct that's on that's on 4th <laughs> different different developer too <laughs> But I'm very excited about seeing Walker be able to, to, to carry off some of these projects. He also recently closed on the Les Schwab property that's located right off of State Street. Right. And he is um, planning to do a mixed-use project there. A um, mixed-use means what? Means a portion of it would be residential market rate. And some would and be And a portion of it would be a retail or commercial. Well, right. it's a good retail corner. Absolutely, yeah. Except you can't stop anywhere. Well, I mean that. I think that's what they'll have to look at is is really some uh, some of the access to the. Where did Les Schwab move to? They have a new location on Plum Street. It's a beautiful store right off of the freeway there, to okay. the right. They right. they opened their their new store. Yeah, there. I know it. Yes, I know it. Yeah, there, there was the gas station stuff. Yep. Yes, I know it. I just not come to think about it. Another so Walker not only has purchased that property and is is moving through the the planning process, but he also is the developer who entered into a lease agreement with the port to the um, develop the property uh, right south of the Hands On Children's Museum, and so the city will be working very closely. And if you remember correctly, here three or four years ago, somebody looked at that property to put a hotel, and they decided mm-hmm. it wasn't a good place to put a hotel because of the area in which it was i think it was more about the timing i i I had an opportunity to interface with but but i guess my point was that it sounds like maybe now is the time i would agree i would agree i mean i think that's that's the point that i'm i'm really making is is we're just it is a it is an exciting time in downtown and so to see and not only one developer you know i mentioned walker john but i think this is what's very eye-opening to folks is we have 12 developers act pursuing projects in downtown so we're not talking about one one guy who's doing all of this but i will say this we it it takes one developer to be the catalyst to demonstrate it always takes that doesn't it somebody that something their can money, happen. get out there in front lose their shirt and have somebody else come and pick it up well or you know <laughs> you know i think being yes being willing to take the risk is part of it um demonstrating that you can move through a process effectively with the city and it can be done well um, that the community is behind seeing those projects happen, and and that is a catalyst for other developers to look at what are the opportunities. So you think the city is is more amenable now to development? I think it's. I think what it is is that there's an acknowledgement of economic development being one of the priorities that needs to be a focus. And that was because they got scared after the recession. No, I think it's just a new time. 
I, I think it's a new time in Olympia, and we have a great council. Um, it's, it always takes a supportive council to make a shift that acknowledges that change of priority. Uh, one of the things I've been, and this is, this is um, probably the most surprising thing, is just you know, going into the city, when you, when you interview for a position and, and you, you, you go into a new job, you really don't know what the management of an of a, a organization or a business will be. And I have been so incredibly impressed with the leadership of the city, um, the executive team, and really um, the creativity of, the, of that group and the willingness to think outside of Are you on the executive the, team? I am, yes. Um, working directly with, of course, Steve Hall as our city manager. Um, all well, you've of had an opportunity to create your own job. I have. They've never had anybody before. Right, which makes it a lot of fun. You know, it's, sure. It's it's fun. It's challenging. You say, um, oh, this, this is my responsibility. Oh, that's yours. I mean, can you do that? Not too much. <laughs> you know, I, I think the thing about city government that I've learned is you really, you don't do anything alone. You know, everything is done in coordination. And and I think that's why it's so important is I wouldn't be able to be effective in this job without that type of leadership working together with this priority. And I found it to be incredibly, I mean, just stellar leadership. So it's been fun to be part of it, even though the culture, you know, when you come from the private sector, working all of my career in the private sector, going to city government is, I had, you know, lots of, <laughs> lots of things to learn and, and certainly a learning curve along the way. But it's been, it's been extremely rewarding to see And they probably uh, have learned a lot from you. I hope so. Well, uh, I hope well so. think about it. I mean, you, you know, you've come from the private sector. You're there to help them with their economic development, mm -hmm. and you've probably educated them as to how this works and what its benefits are and all those kind of things. Well, I'm know, making an assumption here. but Well, I'm hoping that's part of why they hired me, um, you know, is, is to bring that, that skill set to the city. Um, I think one of the things that I brought is really the fact that I've been in this community for now since 1992. Not just been in the community, but worked in the business community. You've been involved. Yeah. And um, absolutely. And, and so the connections, you know, one of, one of my priorities is to do a far better job than Olympia has ever done in knowing who our major employers are, in building relationships with those employers, and being able to head off the challenges that they're they're dealing with in order to to um, really be successful in our community, and so those relationships are key, and that's something that prior to this, without an established position, it's difficult to have any other position focused that way. And I I think that's part of what I've brought to the job. What happened to the the no development nowhere by anybody? Uh, you know, I, I really Olympia. I think that that is. Still Be there. Now. That was a, that was a political. Statement that was there. that was, that is still there a in a very small <laughs> in a in a small minority is what I would I would you know respond to. I think that is has changed as we've seen an influx of individuals that live in this community and that desire to see a different Olympia in the future, one that is um, is vibrant. Olympia will always be um, the unique community that it is. It'll always be a little bit quirky. It well, has, all capital cities seem to be that way. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's why a lot of people want to be in Olympia, to be candid with you. But I think that... Uh, that that group of individuals that has been um, against growth is beginning to to realize that um, 
growth is happening and the community is responding and the people that live in that community are welcoming it. And that's a change. <laughs> so what's, what's going to happen with the uh, port property? Do you know where? With, what, with the project yeah. that, that Walker yeah. entered into the lease with. Um, what I understand is it's also a mixed-use project. Um, I believe it's, now I'm going to, I'm going to need to get my facts. It's either three stories or five stories, but it is a mix of uses that include housing. It it looks like it's going to be housing. Housing and commercial. So no hotel or anything like that. No, not at this time. Now he does, um, he is looking at leasing the property that would be to the east as well. And that is yet to be determined in terms of what the use will be uh, for that property. Tell me about the automobile. Yeah. I mean, you've lost... Toyota. Mm-hmm. I want to say Datsun. You lost Toyota. Yeah, Datsun was a long time ago, Ken. <laughs> you, lost him, like, <laughs> you lost Toyota. God, I can't believe it. That's, that's in my brain. To, to, to Tumwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any other auto dealers leaving? Any of them come out to Lacey yet? Well, not that I'm aware of. Um, I, but, I mean, that's a big revenue producer for the city of Olympia. That, absolutely. That's your sales tax base. Absolutely. And you know, anytime anything happens out there, it impacts the city. It's, it's significant to the city, and um, one of the things that I've been engaged with over the last year is a strategy for okay. the automobile. I was wondering if the and, city's involved somehow with that. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we, we've been working directly with an industry specialist, a consultant out of Los Angeles that um, basically is it's, it's unique because you don't find a lot of um, individuals focused specifically on auto um, it's it's a very specialized type of site selector, sure. yeah. and so we were able to connect with a woman named Jody Mead. Uh, she's with Avis and Young, and so she's been working directly with me. We've been do, doing targeted outreach with all of the dealerships in the auto mall. Um, have established, I feel, some really strong relationships with them. Um, being connected more to the association now, and matter of fact, one of the the small. Well, you're six, saying all kinds of stuff, but you haven't told me anything yet about. What's but, your question? Yeah, I mean, is is the auto mall secure for Olympia? I believe it is. But, but are any more dealers going to be moving out? Not that I'm aware of. No. And not that and I'm so what, so what you're working with this consultant on strategy for the auto mall, like like what kind of strategy? I mean, right. So our strategy is to retain our dealers. Okay. Obviously, so right. that that's one thing. What can the city do to retain dealers? I mean, that we we can understand um, what their challenges are. In terms of constraints within the auto mall, we can understand more about the industry. One of the things that uh, this particular consultant is is really well versed in is how is that indus- the industry as a whole changing? I can tell you it's radically changing yeah, with technology. Ask you about that. Sure. And um, so she has been ex- very helpful in understanding how we not only keep the rest of those dealers in place um, within our auto mall, how we also work to support Toyota in leasing or selling that property, which has been part of the strategy. Sure, yeah, exactly. and, you, and you've got some dealer to come in and that. Correct. Sure. You know, whether it's a dealer. As opposed to an auto parts store or something. Right. Whether it's a do- dealer or an auto-oriented type of use, I mean, preferably a dealer, because, of course, that's where we're going to see the revenue um, more likely somewhat replaced. Um, is That's certainly the direction we're headed. But looking ahead and, and also identifying how is this industry going to change because it is so significant to Olympia. Right. How do we make sure that we're positioned well 
And, you know, just like any employer, you've got to understand what their challenges are. As a as an industry, you've got to understand how to support their ability to get a workforce. Um, uh, you've got to understand the infrastructure needs that that industry has within its placement. And so we're looking at all of those factors. We're looking at um, how we support them in assuring that the type of use that goes into replace the Toyota dealership is indeed auto-oriented. Yeah, it'd be easy for somebody mm-hmm. to slip in that wasn't auto. Sure. Maybe some office building for lawyers or something. It, it could be. It could yeah. be. And we, we, we heard across the board from our dealerships that that's not what they would But isn't desire. that zone only for autom- automotive use? Primarily for automotive use, yes. So it'd be difficult for them to get a permit to build anything other than that. Right, right. It would be. The other thing it, it, it is that now is the is a medical, mm-hmm. healthcare. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and you've got St. Peter's building. They're building a facility in downtown Olympia, right? They well, what they're doing, they're not building a facility. They are leasing okay. a building in downtown that is going to be the Olympia Care Center. It's a one-stop shop that partners with uh, many of our local nonprofits, as well as having kind of a healthcare component that will will help identify at-risk individuals that need medical care. And the idea is that it really is serving our more vulnerable population in downtown. And you know, I don't know that I see it as as the silver bullet um, that's going to fix all of our, our challenges, but I do feel that the more coordinated we can be, and especially with an organization that does things well, like Providence, um, to have that as as really the partner in this project is um, is exciting for downtown Olympia. Um, Providence is also doing an expansion. Yeah, the, West, the West Side Clinic. Right, and an expansion on at their East Campus. They are looking at expanding some of the, the buildings on that campus as well and um, projected to add 200 to 400 new jobs in Olympia on that campus as they move through the process. And it, that's really part of their, their 10-year strategic plan, but they see that expansion happening within the next four years. And Kaplan Medical Center is on the, on the west side. Correct. And they, they recently have been moving through, and they still are, uh, an expansion project of their surgical center, adding five uh, new units to that, to that center. And actually, once they complete is this there a process... Demand, is there a demand for that? Absolutely. Okay. And again, that's, that's very much tied to the fact that Thurston County as a whole is really a hub for healthcare, Southwest not only one, to yes. Olympia right. residents, but right. to the counties that Mason surround. Mason and Lewis and Grace Harbor and all those, yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah, a regional hospital. And, you know, even we're seeing um, interest in, you know, whether or not something will move forward, but Olympia Orthopedic has just um, been incredibly um, busy. And, and I think it's tied to, again, the aging workforce. Sure. A lot of people needing orthopedic They, they need new, new knees and so, new hips. And, um, <laughs> yeah. but, but certainly some interest in, in how we can continue to support expansion of that as well. So, so how, how is the, the new State Patrol headquarters building up on the top of the hill impacting the city? Well, and there's no parking, for one. I think one, one way is right now, and this is not only this project, but this sales tax revenue for construction for the city was up 23%. So, but in this past year, so so, the, so they paid for sales tax on the construction. Correct. So they the won't reven- pay property taxes, but they correct. Won't, okay. But the revenue that is generated by a project of that magnitude, so it's a sixty-nine million dollar project. Seventy million dollar project that yeah. is 
I believe, going to change the entrance into our downtown. You know, it really is it's kind definitely of, a big monstrosity, if you ask me. Oh, I don't know if you've seen it over I the last couple it. days. <laughs> but no, no, not, not they have time. a new facade um, or some uh, more... It's, of, an, it's an impactful building. Whether oh, it's absolutely. Whether negative or positive, it's up to the beholder. Well, they've right got there. some new... new um, improvements right at the front of the building that are making it. I mean, it, I just saw it the last couple of days, Have and it's, it's really beautiful. Have you taken tear down the, tear down the, uh, the old building, the old um, GA building? I didn't hear what you asked. Have they taken out a permit to tear down the old GA building yet? Not that I'm aware of. No, I, I don't think so. Um, but Boy, that's a historic building. I'd be hard-pressed not to fight that. Right. Well, well, we'll see what how the state approaches that. Could that could be the new state uh, museum. There you go. Because that has been something that's been talked about quite a bit. Speaking of that, I I know there's a group of of Olympia residents who are looking at a location for Mm -hmm. a a museum Mm -hmm. downtown. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they looked looked at the Carnegie Library, but that just wouldn't fit their need. Now they're looking at the uh, Family Support Center there on Capitol Way in State. What is that called? Family Support Center? I'm not sure where they're looking. Family Support Center. Yes, Hmm. it's the old city hall. Oh, okay. The, so the okay, the city hall location. Yeah, what's the, what's the currently calls it family support center, isn't it? Yeah, you I'm don't not, know I'm that? Not sh- I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> what. Uh, yeah, I'm right down sure the corner of Capitol Way and State. Okay, Capitol and State Family Support Center. Oh, right there on the corner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> isn't heard that, it isn't that called the family support center? I don't. I don't know for sure. I, don't but I haven't either. heard it that. Yeah. That's I'm no why expert I'm not on right. Olympia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, I, I guess my point was: is that something that that you would assist? As an economic development, because it would attract, it you know, would, I think, it, be I think a tourism we, you know, type I'm always, thing. honestly, I am always all about how, how does economic development support projects like that? Because you're absolutely right. Tourism is a huge economic development driver or economic driver to Olympia. So certainly sitting down and understanding, you know, part of what I feel my role is, is how do I connect the resources and and the right people together to help support projects in Olympia. And do, you have, do you have any connection with the VCB? Absolutely, yeah, with Shauna Stewart and and really all of the the organizations around has, Olympia. Has, Woba has, has and Shauna realized political implications now of what she's doing? You know, you'd have to ask Shauna that. <laughs> I know she has. <laughs> you'd have to ask Shauna. Yeah, I mean, Shauna, you know, that, that it's a challenge to really identify a region. And I think they've had a very cumbersome process in how they've had, had their organization named in the past. And so they're just looking at how do, I sim- how do they simplify that process and, and identify this region and yet serve all of the communities that have yeah, great I, assets. I, I had her on when she first take, took over. She didn't know anything. Now, it's, it's been a year or so now, and I really should She's have her back. She's getting more comfortable. I really should have her back, but I'm afraid I'd just jump all over her, and that wouldn't be fair to her. That would not be fair again. <laughs> I should be, you know, I'm supposed to, you know, encourage people to talk and yeah. carry on a conversation here. And That would not be good. It wouldn't be good. No. No, She's no. doing a fantastic job. She really she is. is. And, you know, I, I find Shauna as, as someone who doesn't make decisions emotionally. She's very data-driven. She's very analytical. And so when you think about tourism and how you draw people to an area, you have to look at what do people associate with when they think of a region, and then how then do you, do you capitalize on that and allow it to, to um, filter in and actually support all of the amenities and all of the assets of the entire region, not just in Olympia. And I think uh, Sean is doing a really good job analyzing that, that new brand. 
So I'm excited for her. Yeah. Good. She's doing a good job. I'm glad you are. <laughs> I want to talk. Uh, another thing that I just recently visited was a two 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 marketplace. Is yes. it two 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 marketplace two, two, two market. right down mm-hmm. right down the street from mm-hmm. right there in Capitol. Yeah, right across from the from the uh, senior center. They, Community that's, center. Yeah, that's a project that was built, uh, redeveloped by Gray, Graham, and Joy. Somebody may have put some money into that thing. He absolutely did. Um, and what's exciting is to see eight businesses move into that location, and all of those businesses represent their, their local artisan, uh, local food sourcers. I'm sure it's going to get a lot of business in the summer, but you know, this is the time of year that where they need the business. I think, uh, Ken, you might need to get out in Olympia more often because <laughs> actually we're seeing incredible um, just volumes of people down on the weekends in downtown Olympia. And part of it is these new draws. And one of the things that I think they've been fortunate with is they have been picked up in um, Seattle Magazine as one of the cool, funky places of Olympia. And so they're it, getting it, it incredible It is a cool place, whether it's a funky or not, but it is a cool place mm-hmm. to go. It is. It yeah. is. Uh, I was really impressed when I went in there. Yeah, great food um, and really creative ideas. You know, the bone broth, is. this is the second location. They have one in in Portland. It's a really interesting concept. Um, But love to see, you know, it's great to see Chelsea Oyster Bar, Blind Pigs, right, Blind Pigs Distillery, a crepery right next to the Bread Peddler, uh, the market. So it is really exciting to see projects like that. And especially as we see more housing, the demand for um, having amenities that right. also serve the local residents as well as drawing people well, to downtown. So it, it appears that the amenities are coming online at the same time that the housing is coming mm-hmm. on. That somebody, I would agree. Somebody can see the, the trend. Right. They're seeing the, the opportunity for both is really, I think, what's happening. And one of the things I haven't had a chance to mention is I really attribute a lot of this momentum, too, to the downtown strategy. I don't know if you've followed that whole process, but 3,500 individuals around in, in the Olympia community have been involved in giving input into a strategy for downtown. Out of that strategy uh, came a strategy of strategies, which is a retail strategy supporting businesses and retailers downtown. And the strategy um, really addresses several things that are going to be critical in in order to really see a vibrant downtown. One of them is to strengthen local businesses. Uh, The second is really not so much an economic development um, priority, but it is improving the streetscape. So this is really going to be done by Public Works in looking at five different streets in downtown and and doing upgrades on those streets, encouraging more residents, so certainly supporting the ability to to have a broad range of housing downtown, um, improving our our identity and perception, which we know, um, you know, we surveyed businesses back in 2015 with the EDC, and the biggest thing we heard that is a a challenge to local business is um, our homelessness and the vulnerable population in downtown and really parking, those two things. And so what we do know is we need to continue to do a good job in helping to improve those perceptions. And and part of how I think we're going to do that is as you start to see more eyes on the street, more people downtown, a representation of all the people that live in the region coming to downtown, you begin to see a tipping point. And it's not about, it's not an approach to push that demographic out of downtown, 
but it certainly starts to change the mix. And I think that that's, that's what we're beginning to see. Or the mix gets lost. Correct. I, they get lost because there's so many other people. Correct. You know, I mean, one example I know is, they're the visible part of Olympia. Right. When I'm down there during the summer, during music in the park, I don't know if you've ever come to that, but you get, yes. you know, thousand people coming mm-hmm. down to Sylvester Park, and all of a sudden, you start to see people from all over the community, and it starts to feel different than seeing just one one group of individuals. Or art walk. Absolutely, yeah. Or procession yeah. of the species, and all those things that draw people to downtown, it feels different. No, you're, you're right. And so I, I really feel that the work of our downtown strategy and now the retail strategy, which in essence is in part my work plan moving forward, um, is going to be, it's going to put some meat to the bones of how do we sustain this? How do we keep the momentum going? And what's great about it is it isn't Renee coming up with an idea or public works or community planning. It's the community as a whole saying, this is how we see a future for downtown and how we think that, that we can we can help carry it out. Would you do one thing for me? Sure. <laughs> you say that without even hesit- <laughs> well, there's a little hesitation. I think. Would you put some kind of a military mark around Legion Way to let people know what Legion Way is? Well, I don't know tree- if I can trees- do that, that but I can sure are- bring it up. <laughs> that those trees are planted for honor of veterans all okay. the way along. Le- you knew that, right? I did know that. Yep. Okay, so I make sure you I knew had that. heard that. Yeah, oh, you have heard that. I have heard that. Well, yes. yes, and and it wasn't too many years ago they planted some new trees further up for for the Gulf War veterans. But those are all those trees are all planted in honor of the veterans, and you got Legion Way at the foot oh, that's of, really of, cool. of the street, and put some kind of a marker mm-hmm. somewhere along so people know what those trees are. I'll check into it. Because I, I, I think that's the most unique street mm-hmm. in, in downtown Olympia. Yeah, it's beautiful. It, it well, is it's, a beautiful it's just street. That, it's just that it's it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my guest has been. Renee Sunday, who is the Economic Development Director of Olympia. We'll have her back here another year and a half. And, and at the end of this interview, we have a short video that uh, Renee Sunday put together on some of the development downtown Olympia. So you might want to click on that. Thank you, Renee, for coming on. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. <laughs>